Hi, I'm Graham Bazarn from Richmond, Virginia. The Sound of Young America is an independent production supported by listeners like you and me. If you'd like to donate to support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Live on tape from my house in Los Angeles, I'm Jesse Thorne, and this is The Sound of Young America from MaximumFun.org. Radio I talk with two of the guys behind the new MTV show, How's Your News? Here's one of them, Jeremy Vest, a reporter with the developmental disability Williams Syndrome, interviewing people on the street at Venice Beach. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jeremy Vest reporting live from Venice Beach, Boardwalk, California, and I'm here with... So, X-A-L to the T, y'all. What's up? And what do you do out here? Well, I'm just a uh, promoter, you know. I promote my music. I got a song title that I really love. It's called Something a Little Tasty. And it's just talking about me, you know, salt. I got flavor for the world, the whole world. <laughs> I like how you said that. <laughs> you might say in the world again, that was funny. The whole world. <laughs> it's the sound of young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guests on the program are Jeremy Vest and Arthur Bradford. Uh, Jeremy is a reporter and Arthur, the producer on the new MTV series, How's Your News?, uh, in which a group of disabled people uh, travel the country on a bus, uh, interacting with, uh, reporting on various stories. Um, I should have ended the phrase interacting with, um, and basically just generally having a, a lot of cool reportorial type adventures. Guys, welcome to the Sound of Young America. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's great to have you. Now, Arthur, you're a little bit more of a veteran of this effort than Jeremy is. You've been there since <laughs> the very beginning. Um, you started this when you were a, a counselor at a camp for disabled people a long time ago. What, what was the genesis of it? Right. Uh, I was working as a, as a summer camp counselor at a camp for people with disabilities, and uh, I had this interest in video, and uh, so I taught a video class and the goal was just to create a forum in which uh, a, the widest range of disabilities could participate and we hit upon this news show format and one of the most popular segments that we would do for our news shows is when we would go with some of the more outgoing campers downtown and they would do man on the street interviews and that's really where How's Your News got its start. How did you come to this format? Did you try other things? Did you try mm -hmm. narrative or? <laughs> um, well, I, I think a lot of people when they do video, they they do that. You want to make like your own little home movies or. Um, but I immediately felt like there was something fake about doing um, trying to do any kind of acting or something that was purposefully comedy. Um, the interview, just giving, handing a microphone to someone, I think immediately gives some direction to things. So we started out interviewing each other, and those interviews were pretty fun. Just just having um, a group of people with disabilities interview each other. But some of the people at the camp are just so outgoing. Jeremy's a very good example of that, uh, and it just seemed a natural idea to maybe take this outside of the camp boundaries. There's a there's a woman who was part of your original crew and is and is on the new MTV show named Sue. Yeah. Uh, who is probably the most outgoing person I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> she really goes to town. Yeah, yeah. She's she is just such a firebrand, and um, it, it's funny because when I think about how we selected our our news team, it, it was she just like 
jumped out right away because yeah, that she she'll go up to everybody she in the room and talk to them and she's very opinionated, which makes for some really interesting interaction. Sue is 40 years old. She was born with cerebral dysgenesis. She's also legally blind. She has an indomitable spirit. Hey. Hey, sir, Susan Harrington from How's Your News. If you could change from How's Your News, if you could change one thing about this country, what what do you think it would be and why? I could change one thing about this country. I have everybody smoke marijuana. I I, I'm I'm sorry, but I strongly disagree with that. How do you feel about when you first started with folks going out on the street um, and playing around with this format? What were the challenges at the beginning? Gosh, the challenges were sometimes people wouldn't want to talk to us, which I think could happen to anybody with a microphone on the street, but they just would walk by and not want to talk. And then I think sometimes I would know that the interview was not going to be interesting if the person was talking down to them, talking to the reporter as if they were a child. That just is immediately just kind of uncomfortable to watch. The the interviews that I always like are the ones that People are trying to figure out what's going on here, and they're they're not quite sure what's happening, but they're going to roll with it and figure it out, and that that leads to some really awkward and nice moments. <laughs> Jeremy's giving the uh, Jeremy's giving an awesome hand sign over there, an agreement, a right on. Has that been your experience, Jeremy? Yes, it has always been my experience. It's been a great time for me. You know, I'm doing my job and just enjoying myself and. You know, I'm enjoying it very much. Well, how did it go, Arthur, from uh, from being a, a project at a summer camp to becoming its uh, first major incarnation, which was a feature documentary that came out a few years ago? What happened was, and this is back in the in the mid '90s, so um, before the internet, we would make a, a a tape at the end of the summer, and we'd give it to our friends and family, and those tapes would get copied and passed on to other friends, and um, ended up in the hands of Matt Stone and Trey Parker before uh, South Park existed, and they were just two struggling filmmakers in They're Los the Angeles. They're the creators of of South Park, right? Exactly. Funny, if anybody doesn't know, and they uh, contacted me and said, "Hey, we really like this. This is some really interesting uh, video that you're making." And we ended up trading tapes, and they sent me their their work, and we became friends via the mail, uh, which no one uses anymore, <laughs> but. Uh, when South Park hit it big, basically they said, we want to fund whatever you want to do outside of the camp, like go to town. And so we made a short that we used to get funding for a um, feature film that we ended up putting on HBO in 2002. Tell me a little bit, once you had that feature film together, it was also a, a wonderful extended feature on This American Life and, and a lot of other great stuff that, that was going around. How did you get the idea to make this, that the home for this was going to be as a television series? Well, it it kind of was what we always wanted it to be. Um, at the camp, we always did it as a as a news broadcast, and we would have a news desk. And and um, then when we ended up sort of doing our big documentary, I guess the idea it just seemed like the only way you could do something with in, that with this kind of material was it had to be a documentary that had to have that weighty subject matter, and it was kind of like PBS, HBO, but. In our minds, even after we did that feature, we thought, you know, this would be a pretty cool series. If it was a series, then it could be a little more lighthearted and and uh, and have kind of more of a recurring theme to it. Jeremy, I wanted to ask you, um, you weren't in the documentary. You're a relatively new addition to the crew, as I, I mentioned. How did you come on board? 
Well, thanks to Arthur and his clever team of reporters, and uh, <laughs> they're the ones that invited me on board because they had a band and they needed a drummer, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be asked, and I was very lucky to get on board and, and play my drums, and uh, they loved it, and uh, I've been with them ever since. Now, music is a big part of this whole operation, mm -hmm. Arthur. How did how did music become such a big part? Now, I'll grant you, there is usually music involved in some news broadcast. Absolutely. A lot of music is involved in our show. But there's a lot more exactly in How's Your News. Yeah, it it seems really natural to us, although I grant you it, it, it seems unusual, too, that uh, we just wanted to make our own soundtrack, and our guys are so musical. Um, Jeremy has something called William Syndrome. I absolutely adore my syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of the aspects of William syndrome is a high musical aptitude. And he really is a great drummer ever since. I've known Jeremy since he was seven years old, and he's always had amazing rhythm. And I'm turning 23 next Friday. So wow. Yes. Very happy. And then sort of Sue has an amazing sort of operatic singing voice. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, we went to write our own theme songs. And... Uh, we always had this idea of pulling Jeremy into the team, especially as bringing him on as the drummer for the band. This is Jeremy Best reporting live for Howard News. We are in Los Angeles, California, and I do not have a boner. Excuse me, sir. It's the sound of young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. We'll have more with some of the folks behind How's Your News in just a minute when we return. Production of The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered. Online at ask.metafilter.com. If you're a relatively new listener to The Sound of Young America and you're looking for an easy way to catch up on old shows, why not try The Sound of Young America Classics? The Sound of Young America Classics is a separate podcast feed for older Sound of Young America programs. So you'll get a new old Sound of Young America delivered to your iTunes every week, and it's just as free as the regular Sound of Young America. In iTunes, just search for Sound of Young America Classics, or if you're already looking at one of our productions in iTunes, just click on MaximumFun.org in the author area, and you'll be taken to our special iTunes room. You can also go to our blog and click on the button that says All Our Podcasts in iTunes. The Sound of Young America Classics is your easy way to get new old Sound of Young America programs. It's the Sound of Young America. My guests are Jeremy Vest and Arthur Bradford from the new MTV series, How's Your News? A show where disabled correspondents like Jeremy are able to, among other things, interview some of their favorite celebrities. The best interview I've ever done was with John Stamos. He came on our bus as a hitchhiker. I saw that. I saw that on the thing. It was fantastic. And then he asked me if he wanted to go out one night to chase girls around. And, and, the, and the next thing you know, I'm back in L.A. doing that with him. It's fun. Were you a fan of John Stamos going in? Very much so. Okay. I love Full House. Hi, Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Does everyone on Full House know about us, too? Like the Olsen twins? Have they heard about us? I think so. You have a girlfriend? No. You know, believe me, you're better off. I don't know about that. I like a girl in my life. <laughs> Girls are great. You deserve a nice girl. I deserve one, and I will get one. Yeah. I can make it happen. <laughs> you know what? You and I will hang out one night, and then we'll chase some girls. I'll be your wingman. How about that? Right? Security. I got a week then. <laughs> Arthur, when you decided to make this a regular series, how did you think about how to structure it? What was the setup for this thing? 
Um, that's a good question. You know, we tried so hard to do prep work for this show and really like, especially, you know, all the network executives wanted outlines and, and, you know, this is, this will be the theme of this show and it will follow into this and they'll solve this problem. And, but it's, I think this show really, and, and, and it kind of, it kind of worked to my procrastinating nature, but it works best when we let the reporters dictate the content of the show. The best we could do would be to get pr- credentials ahead of time to go to events, set up things like Jeremy going out with John Stamos as his wingman. And the structure basically was based on locations. That was as much as we could do. I learned a lot about why reality television tends to be so dissatisfying to watch because in order to make a documentary, quote, format and shoot it in a short period of time, you have to force things to happen and you have to make things be fake. Fortunately, one of the advantages of our um, cast is that they really can't do that. They, they, it's really hard for Jeremy to be fake. He, he is, he's Could I give a couple of shout-outs to some people that I love in the, in the, that are listening to this broadcast? Yeah, you better, of course. Well, I want to give a huge shout-out to my good friend Wendy Gray. She is a Bostonian native, and uh, I love her with all my heart. She's the most beautiful girl in the world, and I couldn't ask for a better friend. And uh, I thank Wendy for all of her, you know, her love and support. And uh, I'm just really happy that um, I'm a good friend of hers. Jeremy, what was the, let me ask you this question. What was the hardest thing for you to do? What was the, what was the scariest thing in, in making this show? Well, nothing was very scary, but we went on some scary thing. We went, I went on a, some scary adventures, I must say. I was forced to go into the water at surfing. I didn't want to do that, <laughs> but eventually I went in and had a good time. And another scary adventure was going to Coney Island and going on the Ferris wheel. That's one of the tallest Ferris wheels I've ever been on. And uh, Arthur was right next to me. We were, we were swing the swinging cars that go up and down and up and down and up and down. So I was in that car, and when the car went down, I screamed. You'll, you'll see it on one of the episodes and uh, just a lot of other crazy adventures we did. Jeremy, there's a, there's a couple other uh, folks in the cast who have uh, Williams Syndrome. In fact, the, the band is composed of folks with Williams Syndrome, which is especially convenient given the musical aptitude part of it, um, which is obviously on display when you're performing. But there's also a, like a wide variety of other disabilities in the group. There's a, a, a guy who has Down Syndrome and speaks in... Uh, uh, language that uh, other people sounds like it's something, but not English. That's Bobby Bird, and uh, Bobby Bird is a great guy to hang out with. You know, he was trying to interrupt everything I would do on the red carpet at the Grammys. <laughs> like he was like, you know how he is, and uh, and uh, I try to tell him to go away because I want to do the interviews, and he's like, Chabia, Maya, Chuya, Chuya. I'm like, Bobby, go away. And the other two people with Williams syndrome are Brendan and Lucas. Now there are my friends. I'm gonna see them in a few days, and I'm and I'm very happy about that. And they great musicians, good friends, and we went to school together out in Massachusetts. So it's kind of a fun, co- funny coincidence that we got to hang out together. Not in a school sense, but in a traveling sense. It's the sound of young America. My guests are producer Arthur Bradford and reporter Jeremy Vest from the insightful and hilarious new news series. How's your news? What was the most fun thing for you to for you to see one of the other reporters do? Just make people laugh. One of my sayings was, you know, when I was with John Stamos, I said I have my mojo running. 
Uh-huh. And John laughed at that, and uh, I thought that was amazing that he laughed so hard. What's the hardest thing for you, Arthur? Um, can you burn a CD of this so I can take it home tonight? You bet your buttons. <laughs> What's the hardest thing for you, Arthur, managing this group, this like really diverse group of people? Um, well, you saw a little bit right there. It's really, really hard to keep everything focused. Super yeah. hard. I mean, you can just imagine a group meeting. It, it, you, there's you get interrupted every every. You know. But it's a fun meeting because we're on the bus and we're usually traveling at the time we're talking about what we're going to be doing next. <laughs> yeah, it's, and uh, Arthur will stop everyone like, okay, everyone, today we're going to be doing this. Bobby, you're going to be doing that too. Jeremy, you know, the, it's yeah. like ruckus in the – it's I, ruckus. I feel a little bit like a like a, I, I used to coach fifth grade <laughs> basketball and it feels a little bit like that. Like I'm trying to figure out which, which player should go in now. You know, Fifth like, grade? What school? <laughs> this, was, this was in California. But um, but oh, it's cool. it's trying to figure out you know just sort of manage chaos you know because because it's true like when we were on the red carpet at the Grammys I, we had Jeremy and Bobby and Sue actually was also there and um, it was just a long day of waiting if you're on a red carpet at the Grammys you're basically waiting the first hour and a half is all these people you've never heard of coming and then the last half an hour is all these big stars sprinting past you trying not to get stopped by you. And so Sue got exhausted after the first hour, and so so my she was like our star player was out for the game. And so Bobby Bird was the you know the the second string guy because Bobby, as we've discussed, is not able to say anything that's intelligible. So, but he's very very aggressive about going up to people. So, um, so I had Jeremy and Bobby on the red carpet, and the security had told us you know stay in your box, stay in your box, and. Bobby was just all over the place trying to <laughs> literally like try to tackle people as they go by. And I was sweating bullets and extremely stressed out thinking if we get kicked off the red carpet, MTV is going to cancel our show. And, and Jeremy, meanwhile, is, is like bickering with Bobby during his interview with Miley Cyrus. And <laughs> I just thought we looked like such amateurs. But then afterwards, when I looked at the tape, I realized I should have let it get even more chaotic because it was actually really fun to watch. Good. I love Hannah Montana. I watch it every day. Thank you. Are you excited to be at the Grammys? Very. Me too. I'm stoked. Who else have you talked to today? Uh, Wolfgang Puck. No way. Super cool. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is no Bobby. Bobby, she's got to go. Bobby, I got to do this interview. Bobby, stop. Bobby, knock it off. High five. Hello. Bobby, stop. It's hard. Down low. Bobby, stop. What surprised you in this round after having done this for 10 years or so? Are there still things that catch you off guard? Yeah, yeah. It's still fun to do. I, 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 I would, you know, I really wouldn't want to do it if it weren't. Um, Jeremy it always continues to surprise me. He's really, when we first started doing stuff with Jeremy, he was definitely like a, uh, not, not a star of the show. He was just one of the, the reporters. And now, look at me now, folks, huh? <laughs> he, he just really emerged. He's really, he, he just, he's become this huge personality on, on, on camera. And it's really fun to watch. He, um, his ability to just get to know people and and bring out um, interesting uh, aspects in their personalities is really really wonderful and unique. And so, watching the interactions between the reporters is always fun for me. I I, I really enjoy that. We did a, we did a lot of filming, um, kind of n- not reporting like the downtime filming that I that made this project really interesting for me too. Was there any time that you would feel scared? 
Yeah, I felt constantly um, nervous and stressed out as we were, while we were shooting. I remember once at the Grammys, actually, I remember going to the bathroom and thinking I wanted to just <laughs> leave. <laughs> I wanted to just leave you on the red carpet and, and not have to deal with the, just the incredible stress that it was. It was it's, it's really, really difficult. We would have these meetings with MTV, and they just have certain expectations of what a TV show is, and you just really can't force certain things to happen. And I can't, I, sometimes I would just think, I can't believe I'm putting, we're just placing this bet and riding it out on on this particular group of people who, you know, Sue, Sue, Sue sometimes her medication wouldn't be on and she just really could, she would just repeat the same question over and over again. And I would just, have, I would just be like, boy, what a, what a job I've, for myself here what about the what about the challenge of doing it with mtv a, a network that's renowned for the other kind of reality program uh-huh. that you were just talking t- talking about i mean it's a, it's a network where the biggest hits are uh reality shows that are essentially scripted yeah. i don't like the uh the show called true life it's about people who smoke and stuff you don't like that one? No. That's like the only good That's one. That's one of the ones I like. Yeah. People people should, you know, know what's best what's better than to do that, you know. To um to answer your question, Jesse, uh, I think the 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 question about this show being on MTV, I think is a is a really good one. I think it's and I think it's I I really like it. I like that people are kind of like, "Why is this show on MTV?" because I think that it it brings up the discussion that we really want to um instigate about How's Your News, which is you know what? What is it about this show that that um, is 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 there anything objectionable about it? Is is there anything wrong with with teenage kids watching Jeremy and laughing at his jokes? You know, um, and um, I I really think it was important that we do this for a network like MTV and not the obvious choice, which would be like PBS or HBO, which are great networks and do you know wonderful programming. But I think if this show can be on MTV and get watched and spur discussions amongst that group of viewers, then we've really accomplished something like that. That's very meaningful. Yes. And you know what the, the very, I remember something very funny that happened. And uh, I just want to say that um, for those of you who know how to dunk a guy's head in a Sunday. So that <laughs> happened to me at a restaurant in downtown Houston, Texas. <laughs> and I remember very well about what happened, and if it happens again, I will be fine. <laughs> Wait, who did the dunking? You don't want to know. <laughs> that was, I asked Jeremy to smell his Sunday and, and <laughs> pushed his face in it. It was so funny though. I had a, I had a, I was, I was pissed off, but it was funny. You were. He was mad at me for weeks after that. Um, but I, but, but not I, anymore. Not anymore. I do I do want to say like I think that uh, I've I've been I've seen like some of the internet discussions about this show and and it's always like there's a lot of like MTV sucks you know if it's on MTV it's got to be exploitation and I think that that whole line of thinking does does both the the people with disabilities in the show a disservice and the kids who watch MTV a disservice. I think we need to give like the MTV generation a little more credit to be able to make up their minds about what's good. Because I think all of us have probably at some point or another stopped on MTV and enjoyed the mind candy that is on there. And, um, you know, to MTV's credit, they did have a history of doing really interesting groundbreaking breaking programming. The, the first few seasons of The Real World were really good. I think The Osbournes was a great show when it first started. I think, Me too. I think Me too. Jackass is one of the greatest shows ever on TV. I love that show. It's so funny. 
Um, so, uh, I, you know, if How's Your News can be in that tradition, then more power to us. So. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Sandy Young America. It was so fun to have you. Thank you so much. Arthur Bradford is the producer, and Jeremy Vest is uh, one of the reporters on the new MTV series. Love you, Wendy. How's Your News, which airs uh, Sunday evenings on MTV. That's our time for another Sound of Young America podcast. I have been your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. The show produced by Speaking Into Microphones, our theme music written and performed by Dan Grayson with help from myself. Interstitial music provided by Dan Wally. The show edited by Nick White. Our intern is Brian Fernandez. My dog's name is Coco, and uh, she really, really, really doesn't like to go outside when it's raining. Tell a friend about the Sandy Young America. we got some really amazing programs coming up, including the shows we recorded live at the San Francisco Sketch Fest with uh, Jello Biafra and Tom Amiano. Plus, uh, the week after that, Jenna Fisher from The Office and Miss Piggy from The Muppets. Plus, all kinds of really cool stuff besides. If you have thoughts about the show, you can email me at jesse at maximumfun.org. That's J-E-S-S-E at maximumfun.org. You can always visit us online at maximumfun.org. You can talk about this show on the forum, etc., etc., etc. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see you next time on The Sounding of America.